A national debate is underway about how best to teach children to read. The COVID-19 pandemic and a decade of little to no progress in student reading scores is elevating the issue. States and school districts across the country, including in Chicago, are rethinking their approach. WBEZ editor Cassie Walker-Burke is here to tell us about the latest on the issue and what parents might want to know. And Cassie, let's get right into it. What are parents and educators actually debating about when it comes to reading instruction? You know, it's surprising. The debate about reading instruction actually goes back 200 years. But in the past two decades, we see a lot more brain science that shows we actually know exactly what happens when children learn how to read. But there's still a gap between what that science has found and what happens in American classrooms. I want to loop back to what you said about brain science. What does the brain science say about how children best learn to read? Science shows that there is an explicit relationship between letters and sounds, and that each time a child decodes a word and learns a new sound, that there's a pathway that's built in the brain. So if you imagine almost like a forest, a very dense forest, each time a child is decoding, it's almost like a little trail is being built. And I think we we know about phonics. We've heard about phonics. But what happens is that sometimes it's introduced in classrooms and then quickly abandoned. Why hasn't classroom instruction changed more quickly to match the science on learning to read? Well, first off, I think we all think we know how to teach children to read. And teachers in some ways are just really sticking to what they've known to do for the past decade. And that approach includes phonics, but it doesn't always prioritize it or build on it. I think for the past few decades, we've also seen a real focus on getting kids to love books and to love reading and to get to choose what they read based on their interests. And that's great, but it doesn't always mean that kids are getting the basic skills of decoding, which is really important too. And parents might recognize this. You know, books that are repetitive, books that have brightly colored pictures and the same exact sentence structure where the picture says exactly the word the kid needs to know. There's also just the business of education. There's existing curriculum deals the districts have had with publishers that come with things that poor schools need, teacher training, boxes of books and resources. And so in some ways, I think that some of that inertia has just kept the science from getting into the classroom. We mentioned earlier that Chicago is rethinking its approach. Why is Chicago a district to watch right now? Well, Chicago Public Schools has a relatively new CEO, Pedro Martinez, who came here from Texas. And Texas is actually a state that's much further along in the discussion of the science of reading than Illinois is. And so in August, he made a pledge that the district was going to shift its approach. And that's happening actually at a really interesting time. The district has spent $135 million to grow this new curriculum called Skyline. And the district has said it worked with major curriculum evaluators to make sure that there are fundamental units in that curriculum that are backed by the science of reading. And it has pledged to do more teacher training on those units. So it will be interesting to see, do they stick to that pledge? How many schools end up adopting Skyline. Already we're seeing more schools adopt Skyline. So what can parents do to make sure their children are getting what they need when it comes to reading instruction? The first thing is read to your child. Is your child struggling? Do they like to read? If they don't like to read, there may be a reason why. The second thing they can do is ask questions. Ask questions of teachers and principals. What curriculum is your child's teacher using in the classroom? Why? Is it backed by the science? 
schools get these curriculums and they just assume they are backed by the science, but they're not always. And I think it's important for parents and educators to raise these questions. We've seen in other districts that parent advocacy has actually made a really big difference in changing the decisions that are made in the classroom level. That was WBEZ editor Cassie Walker-Burke. You can see more at WBEZ.org.